I'm Mary Angish, and it's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, made possible by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener Supply. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Mary. Charlie, in 1976, in Mrs. Tucker's second grade class, we made these holiday crafts, and I brought it home, hung it up, and then I watched the most adorable acrobatic chickadees out my frosty bedroom window. Can you tell us more about Make Your Own bird feeders using materials that most everybody has on hand. And this is a fun thing to do. It's DIY bird feeders. So I'm just going to run down uh, three or four different ways you can do this. And they're all very simple. And as you said, they're all using these things you can have around the house. The first one is the classic, the peanut butter pine cone feeder. So you can go out, uh, collect some white pine pine cones. You want to get ones that are open already because that's where you're going to put the, the seed and the peanut butter. It can be creamy or crunchy. The birds don't really mind. Tie a little a noose around the bottom of the pine cone so you're hanging it upside down uh, and put it all on those little scales and then just roll it in some bird seed, some songbird seed or something with smaller seed in it. Freeze some of these and put them out. Staggering them a little bit might be nice to extend the enjoyment of this. You can also do this with cookie cutters. You can just get some bread, um, get your holiday cookie cutters out, make those forms, toast them, and then run again a, a piece of twine or something through that cookie cutter so you can attach it to something, smear it with peanut butter on both sides, roll it again in the bird seed, and hang those outside. If you want to feed some woodpeckers uh, using suet, you can get a branch or a log, drill some holes in it, put a little uh, U-hook on the top of it. Again, you can attach with string to something. And then in those holes, you can just put all your suet right into those. Hang that outside. And then finally, the simplest and maybe the most fun is if and when it does snow <laughs> and you make a snowman, you can decorate the snowman with a hat that has a concave uh, part to the top of it. Put the bird seed up there or have sticks coming out for arms and have gloves with the palms facing up and put the bird seed there. The birds will flock to it, have the birds on the head and on the hands, and the kids will be screaming with delight in the house as they watch this all happen on their snowman. <gasps> Oh my gosh, my kids are probably too old for this and I don't have grandkids, but I am absolutely doing all of these. Oh gosh, I love these projects. And it's just so fun to see all the birds that that come to the yard too and and you know, get to do a little bird watching as well. So Yeah, and the other thing to remember is that this does not replace the regular bird feeding that you will do. This is just kind of a little supplementary fun thing. Yeah, some holiday presents for the for the birds. Um, here's a question from Joni. Joni wrote in to say, My mama used to bring in a few geraniums every year to overwinter them. Mama also used to shock them by putting the geraniums in the closet for a couple of weeks. Well, Mama was smart because geraniums are tough plants and they can take pretty much anything. Sticking them in a closet, sticking them down in a basement, uh, they still will survive. So I wouldn't be too worried about losing this beautiful geranium that you had from your mom. Uh, but what you can do, is, the first thing I would suggest is to cut it back. If you have a sunny window, you can literally grow the geranium in that sunny window right through the winter. And the nice thing about that is that eventually, come March or so, it'll start flowering for you. So you have beautiful geranium flowers in March and April. But the first step would be right now to cut it back, I would say by a half or so, clean up a lot of those old foliage that's there, some of those branches, uh, water it, but not too much. You don't want to give it too much water, especially now through January 
January, uh, just enough to, to keep it healthy and put it in a, in a window or a bright lit room and just leave it there. You'll see it'll start leafing out. It might get a little leggy. Uh, you might have to cut it back a little bit again, say in February. But like I said, by March, it should be flowering. And if you do that, you're going to have that plant in full bloom, ready to go back outside come May. Hey, if you've got gardening questions, you can visit vermontpublic.org, search All Things Gardening, submit your question there in the post, and listen back to this wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary, and I'll be seeing you in the garden.